This program brought to you by dreockenden.com.au. You're listening to Be Connected Radio, where business meets, well, more business really. Be Connected Radio. Listen, connect, collaborate. I haven't got time for this. For what? Bookkeeping, payroll, bass, the accounts are a mess. Get Xdia to fix it. Who? Xdia, bookkeeping, payroll and bass experts. Ah, Xdia. Ah, exactly. Running a business or involved in church finances? Get bookkeeping, payroll and bass that works. From station sponsor, Xdia. Visit exdia.com.au. Wouldn't it be great? Peace of mind, more time with family and friends, financial security, as well as a business that runs smoothly on its own without you having to be there. If this is how you want to spend your life, then you need some basic business essentials. Business Essentials is a short-term course you can do online, in your own time, that will provide you with the tools and guidance guaranteed to bring you peace of mind, business success, more free time, and a smooth-running business. Enroll now. Visit alanstevens.com.au. alanstevens.com.au. Are you frustrated and struggling to come up with creative, captivating content? Do you need help with social media for your business and brand? Save time and invest in a professional who can do it for you. Social Media Spotlight is a social media agency creating an online presence for small businesses and startups. We do the research, we create the content, we write the captions and you grow your business. With eye-catching content for all industries and beautiful designs, we get your brand in front of the right people. With a creative and highly experienced team of social media managers, we work closely with you to discover new and exciting ways to attract customers to your products. Visit the website www.socialmediaspotlight.com.au to book a free strategy session. You're listening to Be Connected Radio, where business meets, well, more business really. Be Connected Radio. Listen, connect, collaborate.
his chambers They gathered for the feast They stab it with their stealing eyes But they just can't kill the beast
guys, it's Jason from the Beaconic Business Show. It's great to have you back again today. And I'm actually here today with somebody who's probably going to put me to shame. Uh, it's a gentleman called Ash Roy from Productive Insights. Uh, hi, Ash. How are you, mate? Good. How are you? I, look, I'm not too bad. And, and just for you know, people wondering why have I just said that, Ash actually does professional podcasts. So here we are with our little warts and all one uh, plodding along. And like I say, he's probably going to put me to shame. Uh, he's told me some of the uh, the people he's interviewed and I, I sort of get embarrassed. So look, mate, it's great to have you here. Uh, I'm going to start off with the same question that 80 other people before you have answered, okay? What I want to know is who is Ash? What what brought you here? Give us your background. How did you end up going from whoever you were to owning and running your own podcast with Productive Insights? Okay. So I was born and raised in India. I came to Australia when I was 16. I did my HSC here. I did it. Uh, a CPA, so I did my bachelor's in business, I did a CPA, which I hated, but I finished it, even though it was really boring, because I thought it was a good skill to have. Then I did my MBA from the Australian Graduate School of Management somewhere along the way. I loved it, got a distinction average. I worked in corporate for many years, uh, about 15 to 20 years, initially in banking, and then later in telecoms and pharmaceuticals. And I really did not enjoy the whole corporate thing. It was very political. There was a lot of what I considered to be unethical practices, the closer I got to the top, I didn't want to have a bar of it. Around 2008, on the 24th of November, November actually, uh, my wife and I, after having gone through IVF for a long time, we finally had a little boy, but he was sadly, he was born premature, and he passed away an hour after he was born. And um, as it turns out, my wife happens to be an obstetrician and gynecologist, and this happened in the very room where she delivered maybe over a thousand babies and probably saved quite a few of them from passing away, but we couldn't save our own son. Uh, she blamed herself. I think that was really sad as well. Of course, it wasn't her fault. And the whole situation made me question everything, including what I was doing which was a very meaningless job, in my opinion. I was working as an analyst and an internal advisor in a large telecommunications company at the time where I was building these Excel models and spreadsheets and stuff. And I was often being asked to, let's just say, uh, modify the model so it represented what the powers that be wanted to uh, project. And I didn't want to have any part of that. So... I decided to pursue a career as a writer. I came across a guy called John Morrow, who's one of the best writers I've come across on the internet so far. I paid him a lot of money to teach me how to write. One of the best things he taught me was when you want to be a great writer online, think like a street performer, not like a writer. And that's advice that stays with me today. He said I was very talented. Maybe it was the money speaking. I don't know, but I did writing for a while. I couldn't monetize it. I had a podcast episode or actually I had an interview with a guy called Neil Patel that I had recorded as part of a product I'd bought with Neil and um, it was sitting on my computer for a long time and then I came across this mentor who said you got to publish it and I said no and he said you should launch a podcast I said no why would anyone ever want to listen to me and he really challenged me on it in a very compelling way. He used some colorful language. I'm glad he did because I did publish that podcast episode 
And because it was Neil Patel, it became easier to get a lot of the other guests that went on to be guests on the show. I've been doing it for about seven or eight years. It's been, it's, we just published a 222nd episode with Derek Sivers who wrote Anything You Want and is the founder of CD Baby. Some other guests that you may have heard of that have been on the podcast are Seth Godin, episode 200, Brian Tracy, he asked to be on the show, episode 207, Guy Kawasaki, episode 210, um, James Clear, episode 175, and so on. And by the way, if you want to access any of these episodes, just go to ProductiveInsights.com forward slash the episode number. So for example, if you want to go to the Seth Godin episode, you go to ProductiveInsights.com slash 200, and you can access the episode there. So that was how the podcast was born. And over those years, over the last 10 years, since I started Productive Insights, I've also been helping six and seven figure business owners to build their authority and generate demand for their services and their products so they can command higher prices and deliver better quality service. And one of the things I feel strongly about is not spamming the hell out of the market like a lot of marketers seem to teach or do. Uh, I'm very much a believer in trying to deliver value to the smallest possible audience and then hopefully they'll tell their friends. Started off so well Said we made a perfect pair We clothed myself in your glory and your love How I loved you How I cried Years of Shame it seems. 
Is that story that, that you came from uh, that corporate background in, into doing what you're doing now? And you saw a lot of stuff in that corporate. Uh, and I sort of I sort of relate to that. Um, I mean, my wife says I'm unemployable. I come from a corporate background. Uh, and right now, I, I just I can't do it anymore. You become completely disillusioned, which is why I went off uh, and did my own thing, which is what you've done with Productive Insights. So tell me more about Productive Insights. Like, let's dig deep a little bit on it. Sure. I think a good way to start would be to tell you how the name came to be, and that partly tells you about what the business is about and how it evolved. Absolutely. Uh, after having lost our son and having it happen in the very ward where my wife had delivered several, maybe a couple of thousand babies, she's an obstetrician, um, it made me question everything. I watched the Steve Jobs Stanford address around the same time, and it made me think about death as the ultimate change agent. It wasn't all bad. I'd, I'd made the, the passing away of my first son 
made me question what is important in life. And I came to realize that what mattered in life is staying aligned with your own values and doing what you believed mattered. Now, not, unfortunately, not everybody has a luxury to do that, but I was in a position where I could. And so I did. And I started my own business as a writer. I couldn't make it as a writer, but I evolved into a podcasting and that was a relatively rare medium at the time. And it was very easy to get some very big name guests. I wasn't sure what my niche was going to be. And initially I was writing about productivity. So that's how the word productive in productive insights came about. But I also wanted to write about marketing and insights is an important word in marketing circles. And I was also very interested in mindfulness because I used to listen to this podcast called Zencast. I think you can find about, find about it at Zencast.org. And that was about mindfulness, but it was recorded at the Insight Meditation Center in Palo Alto. So I came, I looked for the term productive insights and amazingly the domain was available. So I grabbed it. And that's how Productive Insights was born. So its origins are in productivity, but over time I found I had a lot of business background. I've got a CPA, I have an MBA, recently have been invited to become a mentor at the Australian Marketing Institute. So lots of uh, experience in sort of intersecting areas. And so I moved from just productivity to business growth tips using marketing and productivity for businesses to improve efficiency, reduce costs, and maximize profit.
play the guitar on the MTV That ain't working, that's the way you do it Money for nothing and your chicks for free Now that ain't working, that's the way you do it Let me tell you, damn guys ain't dumb Maybe get a pistol on your little finger Maybe get a blister on your thumb We got to install microwave ovens Custom kitchen deliveries We got to move these refrigerators We got to move these color TVs The little faggot with the earring and the makeup Yeah buddy, that's his own hair
I love your little story and, and and what people haven't heard while we were talking while the music's on uh, is is you're utilising all that experience that you learnt in that corporate world that you don't want to deal with anymore, but you've got all this knowledge and experience and, and you're using Productive Insights and, and, and the podcast as a vehicle. 
uh, to, to, to get you through that. And I think that's absolutely fantastic. Um, what I'd love you to do, give me three tips uh, for business owners out there, because that's what Be Connected Business Show it's about. Give us a bit of value. Tell me how things can help. So g- give me three tips for the business owners out there today. Sure. The first tip I will give you is focus on value over volume. And what I mean by that is most marketers or most people who are teaching business owners about growth seem to be very focused on volume, numbers. Get more likes, get more views, get more subscribers. And sure, get all those things, but you can have an email marketing list, for example. A lot of people talk about growing your list, money's in the list. You could have a million people on your list, but if most of them are sitting with their finger or with their cursor over the spam button, ready to mark your email as spam, and very few are opening your email, you're worse off than somebody with 100 people on their email list that are absolutely aching to receive your content. As Seth Godin said to me in episode 200, which you can find out, you can watch the conversation at ProductiveInsights.com slash 200, he said, if you want to get to a thousand true fans, then you need to get a, get to a hundred first. And if you want to get to a hundred, then you need to get to 10. If you want to get to 10, then you need to get to one. So get to one first and focus on the one, because when you go for volume, it makes your entire message and your approach very obscure. When you focus on the one, you're specific and clear and it's a lot easier to create a solution for something someone desperately wants. And then you don't have to shout your message out. You just have to whisper it to them and they will probably tell their friends. And that's how you get started. So that's the first tip. Focus on value over volume and focus on one over massive number of people. The second tip is to focus on building your authority. So I want you to think of these three tips as three sides of a triangle. They're not independent of each other. They're three faces of the same thing. When you focus on one person or a very, very small audience to whom if you just whisper your offer because it is so targeted and it is so deeply empathetic of the problem they're trying to solve, When you just whisper it to them, they will snatch it up. And when you deliver an outstanding experience to them, they will feel compelled to tell their friends. And then you don't need to scream from the rooftops. You don't have to throw PPC ads at them. You don't have to retarget them. You don't have to follow them around and scam them because they'll just tell their friends. And that's how your message will grow. The greatest businesses have been the greatest businesses I believe have tended to grow through word of mouth. Mm. Apple is one example, but there's many others. Um, So if you build your authority, and when I say the word authority, I don't mean being an authority to the whole planet. I mean, being an authority to that one person who really wants you to help them and who believes you're an authority because you solve their problem in a way that is so comprehensive and delightful that they tell their friends. So building your authority by being super focused is a second tip. Yeah. 
And the third tip is once you've done the first two things and you really have empathized with your audience, you've understood them, you've built your mission around that, you've proved your product and or service, then you do the scaling bit. And if you do it before that, which is what a lot of marketers talk about, they jump straight to scaling, yeah. you know, metrics, pay-per-click and customer lifetime value, all that stuff. That's all the Silicon Valley BS. And that's fine once you've got the first bits clear, but a lot of people don't. There's companies valued at billions of dollars that haven't sold a product yet, which is a joke in my opinion. So if you get the first bits clear and then you scale, you are probably going to be unstoppable. And to learn how to do the scaling bit after having done the first two bits, you can go and check out my nine-step business growth framework and authority building framework at productiveinsights.com forward slash subscribe. And that will give you access to a free nine-day email course that will take you through each of these nine steps that points you to conversations with world leading um, with thought leaders from around the world, like Seth Godin and Guy Kawasaki and so on, that walk you through each of those steps in greater depth. Beautiful. And Ash, look, I, I think they're amazing tips. Uh, I, I, I listen, I go, yep, that's what we're trying to do here. We're, we're trying to do that. I think it's absolutely fantastic. And I love the bit about, you know, don't don't go for numbers, go, go for the quality because you, you're absolutely right. We actually went through our pods up, podcast subscribers uh, about three, four weeks ago and actually got rid of about a thousand of them because they never listened to anything. They were all in Kazakhstan. We, what do you do? Get off. You know, we, we're happy to drop a thousand subscribers to know that we've still got this many that are actually listening. And, and we do the same through the directory as well. Somebody come, if, if, if they're not coming in, they're not checking, they're not, they, they've unsubscribed from it. Get rid of it. Just focus on what's there. So I love that. Now, if anybody wants to reach out to you directly, Ash, what's the best way for them to do that? Just email me on ash at productiveinsights.com. Beautiful. Ash, thank you very much for your time today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me.